0: Explain those bad lads. That's a hell of a name. Now, I don't consider myself a conspiracy buff at all. But when they get a lot of coincidences, I get a little suspicious and call
1: Endless me crazy. Old weird talk shows, crazy groups every Sunday telling you because what the you Republicans think.
0: Republicans and the Democrats conspire with one another. Which there they do. There is a conspiracy by big business. Against American democracy. We know that there was a conspiracy. There was a conspiracy. There was no conspiracy. Was there a conspiracy? It's a communist conspiracy, directed uh, out of Moscow. Yeah, the right-wing, right-wing conspiracy. Communist conspiracy is a deliberate and predictable plan of action to subvert the world. Right-wing it's conspiracy. A international criminal conspiracy. It's vast right-wing conspiracy. Great conspiracy. all these
1: conspiracy
0: was theories. Was there a conspiracy? I don't perhaps know themselves even involved in the conspiracy. There was, there was a, a conspiracy, conspiracy. No, no evidence of, of, a conspiracy. of a conspiracy. Anybody would have to be uh, would have to be a fool nowadays to dismiss conspiracies. Conspiracy. conspiracy theory conspiracy
2: theory exists because there really is conspiracy.
0: But they never told a soul about it. In fact, they engage in a vast conspiracy. Sometimes you get
3: accused of being a conspiracy theorist of being a paranoid in
0: historical context of actual conspiracy. conspiracy. A conspiracy of bad people. As always happens at some point in a conspiracy. One
2: night, Cousin Eddie got drunk in a honky-tonk and spilled the beans.
1: There was a conspiracy, and government was involved in it.
0: A conspiracy existing within the United States government. There was a, consp- a, conspiracy. a conspiracy. A conspiracy. A conspiracy. by the CIA. A conspiracy of a few. Dark, secretive, conspiratorial evil. Then it was certainly a deliberate conspiracy. conspiracy. The conspiracy. Uh, the do's and the don'ts, and the rights and the wrongs, and the, the various conspiracy theories that are good. The possibility of a conspiracy. Uh... In the moral sense, I think it was a conspiracy. One conspiracy, that's all I'm talking about. Full of uh, speculation, conspiracy theories, and the like. And what's, what's going on here? You began to wonder what was really happening in America. I mean, was there a vast conspiracy afoot? You know, there could have been a conspiracy. Do you there. think you're obsessed with conspiracy? Conspiracy theory. A conspiracy. I'm afraid you'll catch me. I'm afraid you'll catch me. A conspiracy would do the job nicely.
2: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Baseless Conspiracies. Happy President's Day. Stop it. Stop giggling. <laughs> Zach hit me with an inside joke, like right before I went live, and I...
1: i recover.
4: <laughs> um, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good evening, everyone. Hope you're having a great night.
2: <laughs> Let's, okay, we, we got to... Stop this. Well, let's talk about something depressing, a little depressing, okay? And I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you. What?
4: I was going to ask if you'd read Burning Bright's latest article. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you, BB. <laughs>
2: no, I don't. I don't read that shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, did you get gold Trump sneakers?
4: Oh God, no! I didn't get gold Trump sneakers. Here, here's what happened. First of all, I looked at the price. I was like 400 bucks and I was like, I was like, should I, should I? And so I like hemmed and hawed and I like rationalized out like how I could possibly even do that. And so I did and I put it into the cart. I went to the site, put it into the cart and then I got pulled away by the dogs and I was literally gone for like 60 seconds and I came back and I went to check out and they were sold out in size 11s. and and that was it i was like i'm done god doesn't want me to have them probably a better thing
2: yeah my my story was similar but not quite this. like so i i saw it in the morning Mm -hmm. after dealing with my kids yeah i didn't quite get to the part in my maybe i did i don't know i had every intention of buying them but like i had them up on my phone went away dealing with kids came back a couple hours later and they were gone i was like yeah i should have, should have realized that was gonna happen
4: yeah, they, they were probably gone, like, basically as soon as you stepped away from the page. Because yeah, fair. there was only like a thousand of them total. I mean,
2: I did buy a pair of the white ones just to say that I bought a pair. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They're not the gold ones. I might spray paint them gold or something. Just, <laughs> just to say I got a gold pair. <laughs> but,
4: I mean, if you're going to do that, like, wait until you've worn them, like, for a sufficiently long time like like they're basically about to get thrown out then you gold them up and then you put them on ebay
2: there you go yeah yeah but i just have to figure out how to word it so i don't get like sued or arrested
4: i mean they, they're gold trump sneakers right that's true yeah
2: fine print that shit somehow yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway but that, that was a little depressing i, I probably didn't did, need them did you ever get the nft stuff by the way
4: <laughs> no i never got any nfts either um You know, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't even consider it the first time through. And then the second time I was like, "Mm, maybe I'll, I'll get one. I'll just get one. And I said, you know, what are the chances? You know, maybe I'll, I'll get one and, you know, it's still going to go up in value regardless. What's funny is I think that the Trump NFTs are like the only NFTs in the world that are still worth anything. (laughs) Probably. every other nft project was just a rug pull it was just a, a a reason to siphon money out of people's wallets but not the trump ones those ones are actually in high demand no i never got one
2: yeah i'd say mine was the reverse like i got some the first time around but the second time i didn't but g money's like we've been talking about getting posters right on badlands with some of andy five by fives art oh yeah so we do have that calendar you can support andy and badlands by getting yourself a calendar but we're thinking about doing posters too and G Money's always like, we should do some Badlands NFTs. And like, I don't know if our audience would care for that as much. No. I don't, if you if you guys in the audience would actually buy a Badlands NFT, you should hit the one or whatever. Because I'm curious to see if we'd have any takers. I don't even know how that works. Like, you don't even price those, do you? They just like go. No, you, you you price them. Like you have
4: to set like a base level, and you know, once people buy them, then they can sell them for whatever they want. <clears throat> but I would um <laughs> I would I would imagine like it would pretty much be the value that it was, but I mean, yeah, see, I just I, I somebody had approached me about doing nfts too, and I was like, I just don't see that. I don't I don't think the audience is, you know, maybe half the audience likes crypto the other half thinks that it's uh you know, not a good idea, and the half that even like it, like most of them don't even own any. so yeah,
2: yeah. I personally honestly, yeah the the chat isn't a huge fan of. the nft idea and see i personally don't even understand like the significance of nfts if i'm if i'm being honest okay i haven't like done research on crypto that much but so so
4: basically i mean it's like the idea of artificial scarcity in a digital form so uh you know anybody can like save like the jpeg of that nft but as long as you have an official nft product for that it's minted with a specific digital code which tells the owner that it's an authentic one now it means nothing unless the person who owns it cares about it because if it's mm. just a cool picture Anybody that wants to can steal the picture and then boom, you've got it. It's just like stealing a picture off the internet. You know, what I mean, how many times a day do you go on the internet and you're like, I'll take that one, I'll take that one, I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, I've done it with NFTs, you know? I mean, it's like I'm like, I'm not gonna pay for that, I'll just take it.
2: But it's true. And Megavidor what happens to your NFT when the internet goes down. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah the, it, That's it. <laughs> it's it's all the rebuttal to every anything crypto related is what happens when the internet goes down. Yeah. We should talk about that. There's that. That's a conspiracy theory we could get into is the Y2K, like how that all Ooh. went down.
4: Yeah, that's actually a good one. Let me add it to the list over here.
2: Oh, I don't appreciate how you said actually in that sentence.
4: <laughs> what do you mean? Like
2: I, well, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I know, I'm I know just what kidding. you're
4: getting at, but, I know just just at, but that's kidding. not that, not true. Not where I'm going with it. Um, okay, so hold on.
2: Yes, basically, was that the only time that? that happened that you know of, that people are always like threatening like uh, the world is basically going to end y2k everything is going to shut down
4: oh no i think that there have been a number of religious groups and cults throughout the years who, who predicted specific dates for the end of the world i think that that was probably the like the largest widespread yeah. world ending event that was going to take place certainly it was you know the biggest one from my short lifetime um, but yeah, there've been a couple other times, uh, seventh day Adventists, uh, at one time they thought that the world was going to end and they went out to, uh, a, a cliff out in the middle of, uh, of America and basically threw themselves off the edge because they thought that, uh, they, they were going to ascend at that moment. And, you know, the people at the back line
2: were like, you yeah, know, hold on,
4: hold on. <laughs> I don't think this is
1: working. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's see how everybody else does his first before I do. that'd be me <laughs> Cl- cliff high says he made so much money fixing software prior to y2k
4: oh i bet he did i've heard him tell that story before
2: <laughs> that's funny
4: oh that's great <laughs>
2: uh, crazy and somebody so, in here said we should do badland sneakers i wonder how i, I wonder that, how that how we do that, that'd be that. sweet well this, you somewhere. know i was
4: going to mention about nfts you, you can also You can also mint NFTs to go along with a physical product, which denotes a layer of authenticity to it. It's like a certificate of authenticity, essentially, that would go with a physical product. So if people are buying individual posters that Andy has produced and we mint an individual NFT that goes along with it, let's say we do like a limited run of each image and you can say so there's a thousand physical posters there's a thousand digital nfts each poster will have one assigned with it you get the nft with it how many people will actually care and and actually download that nft you know no no telling but for those who do it you know who knows who, who knows what's going to happen in uh, 50 years yeah the infancy of bad lanes media the, the future of <laughs> of of intel gathering in, in america the new america
2: well that's funny Then that other people are saying challenge coins it's just it's the gold versus bitcoin debate except with novelty items that's right yeah the challenge coins
4: are um i mean they're interesting but yeah. if we were to perhaps mint like an actual badlands silver coin that would be dope
2: that'd be dope and we can do that, that also sounds very like that whatever Phil Godlewski is doing, <laughs> I don't know if I want to get. I don't,
4: I don't. Well, I don't think it's anything like what he was doing. He he was at, he was selling like the. I mean, essentially Trump challenge coins. I mean, because they weren't of any monetary value. They weren't silver. It oh, was gotcha. just. It was just like a, a hunk of lead covered in, um, you know, like fake gold. I guess, and the same with the dollar bills, the Trump bucks. It oh, yeah, was it right. was hundred percent novelty. It wasn't anything of value. See, we would be. We would be actually producing a minted coin in 100% sterling
2: silver, one ounce coins. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Yeah, I, w- I just want to get something like unique and easily affordable, like anybody can get it. So, I mean, sneakers is probably not the right option for that. But. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to
4: price them like 100 bucks
2: or something just because there's only so many that are going
4: to get made and it's going to cost a lot just to even get the first one out the door.
2: Yeah, but anyway, we have a lot of great merch out there, which, by the way, I haven't even bought an ass-wing shirt yet. I got to do that. I need to as well, yeah. But um, there was one other topic I saw right before the show started I wanted to talk about, but now I can't even remember what it was. That's cool. Maybe I'll just get into um, the sponsors real quick, and if I do think of whatever I wanted to say, I'll bring it up. If not, we can just get right to the topic of giants, which very curious to see what you have to say about that. Oh, there's a lot, believe me. Yeah, Kate's actually talked to me about that before too. But let's let's start things off with a little C B what'd you say? C B D distillery? <laughs> Last time <laughs> C B D distillery. <laughs> let me guess, your medicine cabinet is crammed with stuff that does not work. You still aren't sleeping, you still hurt, and you're stressed out. That's how it was for me. So I cleared out my cabinet and reset my health with C B D from C B distillery. It's been a real game changer. CB distilleries' targeted formula formulations are made from the highest quality clean ingredients, no fluff, no fillers, just pure effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% said CBD helped with their pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. So if you struggle with any of those health concerns, you can join the over 2 million satisfied customers and get a solid 100% money back guarantee, go to cbdistillery.com, use promo code BASELESS for 20% off. That is cbdistillery.com, promo code BASELESS. And I actually had a comment in my spitballer chat the other day asking which product I use. My favorite is the full spectrum gummies, the sleep gummies. That's what I'd go with. And they have different milligram levels, but that's my fave. I
4: I like the, uh, I I don't know, I know that they're acai berry nighttime gummies and uh they're for sleeping
2: that's a good one too there's yeah. also there's another um new sponsor we're gonna have i've been uh double dipping with the uh, cbd and this other like sleep thing and I've, I've been it's probably like i i don't take them both when my kids are here because because <laughs> i'm afraid i won't wake up if they cry or need me anyway um second sponsor tonight guys we got mid-atlantic business alliance our good friend david becker With renewal season and open enrollment behind us, it's important to note that we at Mid-Atlantic Business Alliance are still able to enroll you into Cigna PPO insurance plans. David Becker and his son, Jesse, of Mid-Atlantic Business Alliance are here to help you get the best possible PPO insurance coverage at affordable rates. If you think the cost of groceries has exploded, you should see what the hospitals are charging these days. Without the proper PPO protection, you could be liable for tens of thousands of dollars in the event of a surgery or hospital stay. Just ask Justin Deschamps; He just went through something like that. Mid-Atlantic Business Alliance has been helping small businesses and self-employed individuals save money and get the best possible insurance protection since 1990. And having a great nationwide network like Cigna will help you keep your costs down while providing the highest level of coverage. Call David today and get a free quote, 609-577-8557. You can also visit badlandsmedia.tv Becker. That is 609-577-8557 or badlandsmedia.tv slash Becker. He is one of us. He's a great dude. you will see him at probably every GART till the end of time. You can talk to him in person. So support those in our community. If you're paying for your own insurance, you might as well get a competitive quote, see if you can save money. All right, man. I could not think of whatever I wanted to say. So unless you got something else.
4: Yeah, I I think that's pretty much it. Um, Okay, so I did want to say if there's anybody out there watching the program that owns a uh, a Mint, uh, if you produce coinage for other countries like, you know, African nations or something like that, you might as well print some official Badlands Media silver coins right here in America. We can get them. Go. Yeah, I think I think that there's a market for it, to be quite honest with you. Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a couple of local mints in America. Maybe we could reach out to them. All right. So, you know, actually, I did want to ask you about this because <laughs> I was certain that um, we might have differing opinions on it. Um the uh the trucker boycott of New York. Mm. Um, what is your opinion of it? What do you think?
2: Well, okay, so are you saying I, I wanna know, I know, know how
4: I feel before I ask for your opinion?
2: No, it's okay. I don't I don't mind. Um <laughs> there, there's just like multiple ways I can go on this. If you get enough truckers to do it, yeah, I am I don't know. I don't know, like I'm I'm on board with with like certain civil disobedience stuff and I think mm-hmm. boycotts like this are are good yeah but I also do have concern for the truckers and them losing their their jobs and and shit. Like, I don't know I just I don't want to personally be like yeah guys if you're a trucker go do this because I feel like I, I don't know I, I just it's I don't feel like that's my place but honestly screw New York screw them for what they did mm-hmm. and they should feel some consequences financially and economically because of what they did to trump like they kind of deserve it i don't know if if you get enough truckers to do it it will definitely have an impact i don't know if they'll get enough to get on board but i don't know
4: so from what i understand um I, i don't know if it's like this like across the board like you have some truckers who are owner operators you have some truckers that just pick up uh, freight as you know jobs come in. Uh, you have some truckers who are employed by a specific company. Um, now, the ones who are employed by a specific corporation, they may not have any choice about where they can go, um, but certainly owner-operators, they can choose to accept or turn down any load that they want. And there's always going to be loads going everywhere all over the United States of America. So uh, all they have to do is say, you know, hey, I'm not going to be going to New York, so I don't want to go to New York. You don't have to give me any loads from New York. And they'll say, okay, no problem. Mm -hmm. And uh, if enough people go ahead and do that, then, yeah, certainly it will produce a certain amount of uh, financial pain for the city and, and the state as a whole. Uh, for that reason, I think it's uh, it's a great thing, and <clears throat> I think that it also goes to show the state of New York uh, that businesses uh, of all types are the heart and soul, and without them, without the support of the state or the city, there's no reason for them to choose to do business there. If they're going to be treated like criminals, which is exactly what's now happened, President Trump, his business was targeted. They've tried to ruin him, his family and his corporation financially. And now as a result of that decision, it's put in jeopardy any other companies that are based in New York. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, honestly, if I was a company that had a location in New York, I would just close it and and move out of state. I mean, you you could easily come down here to Florida. There's no corporate taxes. You're not going to have.
2: What's that? Come to North Dakota, man yeah North Dakota, Wyoming Kevin O'Leary was on Fox News actually talking about this Uh, well first of all um the governor of New York came out and was like you other real estate developers you don't have to worry about this this is not going to happen to you guys Mm -hmm. basically proving the whole thing was a political persecution in the first place
4: exactly but
2: Kevin O'Leary rightly came out and called them out for the BS that this was and and basically why would anybody want to do business in New York because yeah. if they disagree with you politically or you upset them down the road politically, who's to say they're not gonna come after you like this?
4: Exactly, what and if I, they find out you're a Trump supporter and you're a business owner?
2: Exactly, or what if you run for president? Or, well, who knows? But but he um he was naming other companies, like New York is my new number one loser state, closely followed by California. <laughs> I'm opening up like this, I don't know, like data software, data center, something like that. And he's like, I'm looking at other states, I'm looking at, um, he might've said Tennessee or something, and he mentioned North Dakota. Mm -hmm. so mr o'leary if you're listening watching i'm sure you are make sure you uh i i I can advocate for for north dakota it's great here
4: yeah so there there's a lot of other choices if you're a business owner and you know here's the other thing if you're a trucker do you do you realize now john that the city of new york has congestion taxes they have fees that are levied upon every vehicle that drives into into the city Uh, and into the busiest part of the city, Manhattan area. And I think it's like 25 bucks a day, basically, if you're a trucker. So imagine if you're a delivery driver and you have to drive into the city five days a week to do your business. You've just gotten a major bill added to your monthly expenses. Now, either you're going to eat that cost or you're going to pass it along to the consumer. I think most businesses are going to end up passing along to the consumer. But you know, if you've got an excuse now not to drive into New York City and uh, you can go ahead and make your money elsewhere, you know, why not go ahead and do it? I, I think that I think it's a great thing. And uh, I'm a big fan of civil disobedience, if done the right way. And yep. this this is nonviolent. You know, initially, I heard talks of uh, truckers actually blockading the island of Manhattan. Uh, that could get messy real fast, because like, if you're standing in the way of people being able to leave the island and go to their job or come home at the end of the day there there could be a a, a standoff of sorts and you don't want yep. to have that but I, but in terms of truckers just saying you know screw you i'm not going to new york i think it's an awesome thing
2: yeah i, I get it i mean I'm, I'm a little naive to the the trucker world and people in the chat are saying that there's a shortage of of people with cdl license and cdl drivers so that's good i mean if that's the case and they won't risk losing their job i'm all for it as well i mean if if we could if we could boycott streaming to new York. New York city. We, we, we do that, but I don't know if they have that <laughs> capability.
4: No, we got good. people. This is the thing. And this is where I think people <laughs> go kidding. wrong. We cannot punish the innocent people that happen to live in these communist hellholes. It's not their
2: fault. Yeah, but the, they're, they're going to get punished by a trucker boycott.
4: Well, yeah, they will. But I mean, to be quite honest with you, this is an opportunity for you to take a stand, you know, go ahead. I mean, look at what they're doing to president Trump. You can't go a couple of weeks without ordering from Amazon. Or right, you can't wait to to get a new fridge a couple of weeks it's out. it's not just there.
2: that though. Like they their they're prices on everyday items like groceries th- that'll likely go up too. Everything'll go I mean it's already through the roof, but it'll it, those will go up.
4: Well, yeah, but I mean it's it's it, I don't think it's necessarily going to go up because of the truckers having or choosing not to go into the city. I think more than anything they're probably going to have to drive out of the city. To go ahead and pick up their essentials and you know that might be even better but you know if they live in manhattan then they're going to get additional congestion taxes just for driving around so you yeah. know what i would say for the people who live there is you know feel comfortable in knowing that if you are sacrificing something for a short period of time to send a message to the state government, uh, then I think that it's a worthwhile sacrifice. And uh, you know, and I said, Hey, if this goes on, I will not order anything online. Like if if I need to get something, I will either go without it or I will drive uh, to find what I need. But if there's something that I can only get by ordering it, I just won't order it.
2: Yeah. And and honestly, I would just move if you can, if you can, I'd get out of there for sure. But, or if you have to stay, go to the badlands media shop, I'll run that sponsor later, but, Get your prep items. We got food there. We got everything you might need for some sort of long-term trucker boycott situation. It's in our shop, guys. <laughs> so that's get it now before the boycott starts. So it gets to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> all
4: right. All right. Let's talk giants. Let's talk. Awesome. Dream. All right. So, oh, look at this kick dreaming. He's a, a big fan of the show. I'm in NYC. I welcome the trucker boycott. Bring it. Good. Yeah. Good to see you. I love that. Also, I want to mention this because it dropped off of my, uh, my rumble rants, the very first one. Hey, Zach, it's been a long time since I've watched you. I love it when people start that way, <laughs> uh, <laughs> have been on a video call before. Do you still do those? Yes. I still do those on Saturday nights. You're welcome to join us anytime, Dan. I'm glad you're here no matter what.
2: Um, All right. Cl- Cliff, I did say that I was naive because he said, um, There are truckers going into New York City to pick up stuff from ships from Europe. So lots of goods will stop flowing out of New York City. It'll affect the whole country. And that's a good point. Let's do
4: it. I I say burn the mother down. I'm okay with it.
2: I am down.
4: I mean, I'm definitely not buying any Carrera marble anytime soon. So that should be fine.
2: (laughs) Well, I was about to, but not anymore, I
4: guess. (laughs) I got this new house to renovate. What are you talking
2: (laughs) about? Man. Oh, man. we do have um uh we do have a boost a badlands boost so for those watching not live if you want to support the show you can go to badlandsmedia.tv hit support click on the show this is from Texan into the course uh they say love 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 the show so glad you tackled the donald marshall topic first heard about it a few years ago and it scared me to death i hope and pray that it's fake by the way zach add soylent green to john's movies list oh oh you're right Spito burgers sound <clears throat> great love you oh
4: yeah definitely add soylent green to your uh to your movie list
2: okay i'll do that
4: it's a classic
2: i will do that i haven't had I i don't know when i'm gonna start watching those movies but one of these days
4: you still got to go through and tell me which ones you've actually seen
2: i know i'll do that one of these days as well sure sure <laughs>
4: <laughs> sure you
2: will John. Yeah. all right let's get into the giants i'm i'm curious if there's actually any proof of this
4: All right. So, well, and that's kind of how I want to start this. You know, I mean, like, what's your opinion on giants? I mean, where do you stand on the whole thing?
2: Okay. So, well, what do you mean by giants? Like, what, what do you mean?
4: Okay. So the average human is roughly six feet tall. A giant is anything significantly larger than that. You know, where, like, let's say, like, the baseline is, like, seven feet and above. Like, obviously, you know, we have some genetic... Uh, outliers currently Freaks. right now in in the in the nba in the nba yeah we got some outliers <laughs> somebody way out on the other end of the bell curve and um so they're in the nba but <laughs> by and large you know we we don't have like a race of giants i'm talking about a specific phenotype of the human species that is uh, like at average far larger than human beings of today
2: okay well i'm sure it's possible that Mm -hmm. people like that existed from from my knowledge what i was taught in school is that people back in the day were smaller than they are now right like i think the average height back i don't even know back in the day what that even means but it was a lot smaller than it is now so I, i don't know like i've heard people talk about this before and i think it was kate who was talking about it like but she was also talking about it when she was talking about a bunch of other things that I'm not necessarily sure I believe in or are mm-hmm. convinced are real, like aliens and blue people. And I don't know. Those, I guess, are the same. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm curious to see what you got. Didn't
4: you go to Catholic school?
2: I did go to Catholic school.
4: And they were teaching you that people were smaller? I'm I mean, pretty like, sure.
2: I mean, like shorter. There,
4: there's a biblical basis well, for giants.
2: Y- yes, but... Uh, in general, like, we're taught that the average height of, of people were shorter back in the day. What, are we not?
4: I mean, you know, I, I, th- I think that uh, people have been, you know, different heights at different times in different parts of the world. Um, So I, I would say that, um, you know, I mean, I, I always... I think that they're telling us that people are getting taller, but, like, just looking at the archaeological record, I don't think that to be the case. Uh, I think that you know you've got ample evidence to suggest that, say, like the people who used to live on Catalina Island; these were uh, natives to Catalina. Uh, this is an island off the coast of California. They were like blonde-haired, blue-eyed, Cro-Magnon, like very tall in comparison to the modern-day people. Uh, and then you've got like some pygmies that existed in Africa. You've even got smaller people that existed in other areas around the world. What I think the truth is is that there have been all of us human beings, but specialized for different parts of the world uh, based upon the conditions that we're living in. And now that it's a global society, uh, people have kind of, the DNA has become homogenized. And so you'll have, you know, people generally around the same height, but then of course you still have shorter people, you still have taller people. And, um, but if you go back far enough, I think that due to the fact that we were separated uh, by by space and time, uh, you find that there is a a, a different uh, um, distribution of of heights and such. I, I don't think it's necessarily accurate to say that you know in olden times people were shorter. I think you could say that perhaps at different times, due to malnourishment. Uh, or reduced quality of medical care, perhaps people did not thrive in the same way. Like, have you ever seen like a child whose mother, I don't know, perhaps wasn't eating proper nutrition when they were born or they were born premature and they never quite developed at the same rate as somebody else? You know, there's, there's actually a disorder or a disease, I think it's called failure to thrive. It's quite literally just somebody who isn't growing at the normal rate. And, you know, and even now, You've got issues with children growing up properly because we've got all of these endocrine disrupting substances which are found in foods and and drinks and, you know, processed foods largely. There was uh, one that was announced today, which I want to make sure everybody is aware of. It's in uh, virtually every product that contains processed oats. Uh, It's called Chlorumquat. And it is a stunting agent that they spray on oats to stop them from growing super tall so that they don't bend over and they're easier to harvest when it comes time to do it. This this chemical is not legally allowed to be sprayed on food crops here in the United States. It can be sprayed on ornamentals. However, there's no such law that exists in uh, other countries around the world that provide food for the United States. So. Uh, 92% of foods that contain processed oats contains chlorumquat. and that means that 90% of the people who were tested also contain this chemical in their bodies. It does the same thing in animals, humans, and animals that it does in uh, in plants. Uh, you have issues reaching puberty. You have issues, uh, uh, you know, fully maturing in the way that you're supposed to. And then you, you also you, you learn that and then you look at the world of today and it seems like there is almost a perpetual adolescence, doesn't there, John? Don't, don't, wouldn't you say that seems like, you know, the the younger generation, like you got people who are just not growing up, people who do not mature in the same way that I, I feel like our generation, I feel always feel like our generation was the last generation to like really like, you know, break out and make it past the uh, the ultimate control
2: grid that they were hoping to induce i say as we make a living streaming online
4: hey, hey it's, it's the 21st century john <laughs> yeah. you know i mean <laughs> not but everybody wonder, can be a pipe fitter
2: i wonder if like every generation feels that way though Could a be. little bit yeah but it, w- what i was referencing when i said like in the past they were shorter it was i had it up on the screen but
4: oh let's see people
2: it. people back 702 between 700 and 200,000 years ago their males stood an average of five feet nine Then they got shorter to five foot five i mean i'm just talking average height this doesn't mean that giants could not have existed and i know it's it's referenced in the bible and everything but but now the average height is like 510. so that's what i was referring to and that like i've not had a a great interest in the heights of people over time so but that is like my as familiar with it as i am in terms of whether or not giants existed You're muted.
4: I tend to think that that's kind of a a psyop of sorts, like, you know, because they don't want us to know that giants existed. I'm going to get into some specific evidence, but I mean, you know, what would it take to convince you of giants? I mean, we would have to have. Well, let's say we'd have to have um, contemporaneous accounts of giants. Okay, we have that in the Bible.
2: What do you think of the study of archaeology, by the way?
4: I think that archaeology, I think that archaeology is just as corrupted. Uh, and uh, and 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 processed uh, as modern day medical science Uh, i think that they have they have an account that they take the findings of the archaeological world and they force it to fit inside of a box yeah they
2: push Uh, whatever narrative they want with that
4: yes they could exactly telling us that perhaps giants didn't exist or telling us that human beings came from monkeys Uh, You know, who's to say that what we're looking at in the archaeological record that has been produced for us, the idea that, you know, oh, we can tell from 60,000 years ago that humans on average were five foot four. Are they are they looking at humans or, or are they looking at some sort of humanoid figure? You know, I mean, they're they're going back very, very far and they're making a lot of assumptions uh, and they're presenting it to us as fact. The same way with uh, evolution. Like do you know that uh, Charles Darwin he, he did not he did not I- I- anticipate or expect that evolution would become the scientific standard. It was a theory. It's the theory of evolution, okay? And he mm-hmm. thought that at some point in the future, somebody smarter than him would come along and find, you know, a better idea of the the path of mankind up until this point. But these morons, they just took it and they said, you know, hey, we got we got it easy. okay? we don't have to do anything. We don't have to figure anything else out. I want to show you this video, though, John, Uh, I'm going to load it up into the files here and I'm going to play it because I mentioned a a biblical account of uh, of giants. The Nephilim. Um, Wait, whoops, that video is a bit too long.
2: One minute at the bottom present video file. Oh, okay. I see it. Cool. Okay. And might not be too long. It just might be too big.
0: That's what she said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did it to myself. <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> here, here we go.
1: In the Israel Museum. And uh, just up here is the hoard of tools and uh, and weapons made of copper that were found at Monash. And here we have the most impressive Part of this collection, which are these four giant spearheads, the largest one there upside down. This is the largest spearhead ever found in the land of the Bible. Here is on display um, more spearheads from the Bronze Age. These are typical spearheads. You know, they look maybe six inches long, seven, eight inches long at the most. Uh, We have a parallel of uh, these spearheads in the biblical text. If we go to uh, 2 Samuel chapter 21, verse 16, we're introduced to this warrior, and we're given his name. His name is Ishbi Benob, and then he's described specifically as one of the descendants of the giants, whose spear weighed 300 shekels of bronze. Isn't that interesting? We're not given uh, his size and his weight, but we're given the weight of his spear. And it's talking about his entire spear. Now, if we take this, uh, the largest of the spear heads at Monash, uh, this spearhead alone, just the head is five pounds. But when it says seven pounds in the Bible, it's talking about also the entire spear. So you got to put the shaft on this. Imagine how big, that shaft, that pole must have been on a spear this big, it would have been much taller than a man. It would have weighed at least two pounds. It would have weighed probably much more than that. This is probably a bigger spear, a heavier spear than the one that's described in 2 Samuel 21:16. And This article is, uh, is, the authors write this, the spearheads bear signs of use, especially the heaviest Which is bent in one spot and worn in several places along the edges. Okay, so they're saying that that these spears bear the evidence that they were used as spears. So,
4: right there we have a biblical account. Okay, so we're talking thousands of years old of. well, I think anybody would uh, consider to be a giant at the time. I mean, imagine the size of the person, the man that would be wielding a spear that size. He's going to be a lot bigger than some dude uh, is playing like a, a forward in the NBA, right? Wouldn't you think?
2: Well, it, I don't know. I'm see, that's to me, that's not evidence of giants existing just because it was a big spearhead, because you don't know you don't know what was on there. It could have been a a foot long, like it could have just been like a sword handle on the end of that. And they just had a weird, big ass, what looked like a spear. And plus, you don't know the definition and the translation of how they use the spear. They might not have been throwing the spear. Well, hold like, on, to, hold on.
4: A spear is thrown. If it wasn't a spear, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't have to be, be though. though. A, cl- a cudgel <laughs> or a sword, it would have been a, a different name for it. So, I mean, what I'm saying, I guess my counter to that is, there would be no tactical advantage to use a spear as anything other than a spear. It's weighted in such a way so that you throw it and it cuts into something. So, okay, let's just, let's just assume, okay. (laughs) Let's just assume that that's, that's, that's one part of my argument. Okay. Physical evidence to suggest that at one point in history, there were larger beings than us. I'm not even saying they were a different like species. Like I'm saying, they were part of the the humanoid family tree. Okay, Uh at, at least there was genetics from uh regular people in there. Like you know, that's that's that, I'm, that's my assumption for anything that existed on Earth. If it was a humanoid, it was a humanoid. But you know, we've got us, we've got them.
2: Sure. I yeah. just again, it's it's to to me like without having the handle, it's hard to it's hard to know we, we don't know I mean it was primitive too like it might, it might not have been perfectly balanced I don't know that's 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 a tough one I'm going to be very skeptical of that okay like much okay. more skeptical of that than I would be of like if we saw a huge ass femur or something
4: well I mean proved. how about a whole giant skeleton John
2: that would that would be that would be better I okay. mean well, with that
4: keep, keep your thinking cap on because we're, <laughs> we're gonna get there pretty soon okay okay uh, now I have I have accounts of giant skeletons being found all over the world. Okay. Dating back hundreds of years. So before the modern day psychological operation of giants don't exist before that was put into practice, we have accounts of people finding giant skeletons all over the world. A lot of them here in America, you know, we would also expect to see, I don't know, perhaps, um, evidence uh of them having you know settled right maybe like building cities or you know at least a home or something like that um and have you ever like really looked at any megalithic sites
2: i have not okay
4: so megalithic sites these are the the sites in places like uh like peru or even um um, stonehenge in england these are large structures that are made out of giant rocks, okay, that have been carved and formed with precision detail. The 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 pyramids, okay, those would be considered megalithic sites as well. And to this point, modern-day scientists have been unable to determine exactly how those megalithic sites were built. Um, you know, if, if it was, however, being built by giants, it would... Uh, get us a little bit closer to understanding how it could be possible because it would require some great mechanical advantage and a lot more strength than what Mm -hmm. the average five foot ten human would have so i have some information for you about megalithic sites i also have a bunch of information uh, about specific cases so let me go through some individual cases um around the united states so uh in in honolulu hawaii Okay, so this was when it was the Kingdom of Hawaii, Polynesia. This is from January second, eighteen forty-one, uh, and this is how the account reads: On the eastern shore of Pascaluga Bay in Jackson County, Mississippi. What the this is not Hawaii? Why are they labeling this Hawaii? <laughs> 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 okay, well, I don't know why they say it's Hawaii, but it's clear he's talking about Mississippi. Uh, are the ruins of an ancient fortification built apparently many centuries ago? It appeared to have been structured chiefly of seashells. Within this ruin, several feet below the surface, have been found charred coals and fragments of a peculiar kind of earthenware, together with many human bodies. Among them were discovered parts of a human skeleton of gigantic proportions. The upper part of the skull was said to be sufficiently large to fit loosely over the largest modern heads. And th- this is not. An isolated case. These sort of cases uh, have been reported all over the place. And, you know, at this point, then people are like, OK, so show us the giant skeletons. Well, allegedly, the Smithsonian Institution uh, was in the habit of swooping into these sites after giant skeletons were found. They would take over the dig because they were the you know archaeologist of record, basically. And then they would spirit away with these bones and they would never be seen again. And of course, the Smithsonian today says that that never happened. They say, absolutely not. But we've also got accounts of that happening, uh, you know, long time ago uh, at, at the time that the people were, you know, trying to bring attention to this. Um, here's a, an account from the Cleveland Herald in September of 1845. It's titled A Giant Exhumed. We are informed of the most reliable authority that a person in Franklin County, Tennessee, while digging a well a few weeks ago, found a human skeleton at a depth of 50 feet, which measures 18 feet in length. The immense frame was entire, with an unimportant exception in one of the extremities. It's been visited by several of the principal members of the medical faculty in Nashville and pronounced unequivocally by all the skeleton of a huge man. The bone of the thigh measured five feet, And it was computed that the height of the living man making the proper allowance for muscles must have been at least 20 feet. The finder had been offered $8,000 for it, but had determined not to sell it for any price until first exhibiting it for 12 months. He is now having the different parts wired together for this purpose. These unwritten records of men and animals in other ages are at a time dug out of the bowels of the earth, put conjecture to confusion and almost surpass imagination itself.
2: So, how do we know for sure it was human?
4: Because it was supposedly identified by medical professionals from a uh, medical uh, education institution in Nashville,
2: and it was five feet the the femur
4: um gosh. Geez. yes, the the femur itself was five feet the The skeleton was eighteen feet, and they said Jeez. with the muscles and tendons, they uh, you know computed it should have been about twenty
2: feet. That's insane. It is insane. It my, is my insane. femur. I just measured because I had a tape measure nearby 18 <laughs> inches. I've been cutting. I've been cutting the soundproofing stuff. <laughs> there, there. <laughs> you guys. Oh, okay. get your head out of the gutter.
4: Uh, here's another one from Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, the Jeffersonian Republican. Uh, October 2nd, 1845. A story of a giant in exhuming of late the remains of many wonderful large animals known to the present, unknown to the present age. So this is, I don't know if they're finding dinosaurs, but they're clearly finding animals which no longer roam the earth. Uh, It has been supposed that the ancient race of men must have been correspondingly large at length. We have something to sustain that doctrine. The Madison banner states on the most reliable authority that a person in Franklin County, Tennessee digging a well, Oh, this is the exact same story. Sorry about that. Um, uh and but they have another account that comes along with it. Uh do, 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 do. okay. Uh okay, history informs us that the Emperor Maximum was eight feet six inches in height. In the reign of Claudius, a man was brought from Arabia, nine feet nine inches tall. John Middleton of Lancashire, England was nine feet three inches tall, and Cotter the Irish Irish giant, eight feet seven inches tall. But our American skeleton, it, which is the one that we just spoke about, would have been twenty feet tall. Uh, here's another one from ten, Franklin, Tennessee, Western Weekly Review, November eleventh, eighteen forty-five. Um, okay, so here they are talking about the same skeleton, but they describe a couple of other pieces in more detail. Uh, the skull is described to be about two to three times the size of, of a flour barrel, and capable of holding in its cavities near two bushels, a good cup. Of good size could be put into one of the eye sockets and the jaw teeth, which are all perfect, even to the enamel, would weigh from three and a half to six pounds. And the smaller ones, which were loose, have been weighed. The front teeth are missing. These teeth bear the evidence of extreme age. From their cavities are apparent diminu- diminution, diminution. I don't know that word from use in wearing away. Maybe they they've diminished. Uh, An eminent physician and anatomist properly assigned uh, is engaging in having the skeleton put together in the small deficiencies supplied by art. Uh, And then we are informed by a fellow citizen who has purchased an interest of one fourth in this amazing curiosity. It will be ready for exhibition in about one month's time, and it will start its tour through the civilized world proceeding from New Orleans will be shortly among us, our fellow townsmen, keeps the price he paid for the interest a secret but he says that fifty thousand dollars has been offered and refused for the whole of this curiosity so i guess it went on tour uh yeah. i now here's the thing you know you've got some photos we are going to look at some photos here um but there are also a ton of fake photos that are out there that a lot of people will pass around like there's this there's a couple of pretty famous ones of like somebody in like a, uh like a dig site and there's like this giant skeleton and a person's like you know dusting yeah. the bone away it's totally fake totally fake. totally
2: fake yeah yeah, yeah i get it. there's fake fake stuff everywhere uh yeah. a comment ash had a comment in the chat this episode about spearhead, ash, our ash yeah, about ash ash in america yeah this episode about spearheads and their giant shafts is brought to you by angel paste people went nuts over me having a tape measure next to my desk guys i will later post the picture of the soundproofing i'm putting up um but, okay, what you just read, like yeah. the descriptions there, I can't even, I don't even know what the hell they were talking about. Like the flower pot thing. What they was that t- in reference okay. to? So, Bush, okay, the the size of the thing's head, okay, it was
4: like yeah. a, a barrel of flour. So, I mean, what do they put a barrel? They put barrels were made out of wood and banded with steel. I'm okay, sure so you've I've seen. That kind of barrel.
2: I've, yeah. see, I've seen what a barrel looks
4: like. I yeah. Just, okay, I didn't know. Flower barrel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um and uh, you know the teeth I mean they're like this big I mean you know that's,
2: yeah that's wild. Yeah totally okay, wild. let's let's look at some pictures. Yes. yes. see. Okay.
4: So well first let, let me actually show you this this is a uh, an article this is actually a PDF of an article from 1896 and hang on I got to remove this remove from studio present share screen okay here we go. So check this out. Now, this is a drawing, all right, but they found a giant's foot in uh, in Canada, British Columbia. And they estimate that based upon the size of that foot, this is how tall that person would be. Jeez. Yeah. And this guy was a Chinese giant, somebody we considered a giant. I want to say he was something like nine feet tall or something.
2: but Like a real it, person, it, nine feet tall?
4: This yeah, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So no. this that's this. So yeah. So this is for reference purpose here. You know, this is a known giant of the modern world at the turn of the 20th century. And this right here, or I guess none of the yeah. And then this right here is the size of what that giant would have been. Um there also was found in recent times a Giant finger, which would approximately be Like big enough to fit on this giant that we see right here Uh, let me actually show you a picture of that Mm -hmm. Okay Uh Hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I wanna find like a good one You can actually see the bone coming out of the back of it and you can see the nail Ew, okay look at this this finger oh, wow. is eight, that's real eight, yes this is
2: real eight can centimeters you see on that yeah it looks like it still has like skin on it and stuff how is that possible because well, i mean it was mummified oh okay where did yeah. they find this
4: uh yeah. i believe it was in egypt yeah in cairo it's found in cairo egypt and so look, you've got a nail, you've got skin, you've got bone coming out the back. Hold on, I'm gonna have to oh, oh,
2: Okay, but what's how do we know um how big is it say the finger is eight centimeters long?
4: Yes, a giant mummified finger was discovered in Egypt in nineteen eighty-eight. Here, let's let's go to this source right here. Oh. Uh the finger is fifteen inches long, and if it's genuine, it belonged to somebody who was sixteen feet tall. And this was published in a German newspaper in 2012.
2: Man, that's big.
4: Yes. And it basically disappeared uh, after being briefly reported on in a number of... Here's just a, a kid with the biggest hands in the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Jeez. Oh, look at this broad. <laughs> that,
2: Andre I think, the Giant? Yeah, it might be Andre the Giant. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, just for reference... Here's uh aren't you guys you guys should be happy I have my tape measure with me this episode because this is the perfect episode to have it with. <laughs> my finger versus 15 That's big, right? Yeah, right there. Like that's mm-hmm.
4: that's huge. So so here this is a this is a 3600 year old giant hand that was discovered in Egypt, they say. That's nuts.
2: Yeah. Any reference to how big that one is?
4: Uh, I'm looking for numbers right here. Oh, oh, wow. They say a total of 16 giant hands were found. No, no sizing, no other information. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even include this in what I had picked up because I couldn't find, you know, where it actually came from. Um, You know, look at this. I mean, there's so much weird stuff out there. Look at this. (laughs) This is a a mummified being, humanoid, but they've got six fingers and toes. Now, this you could write off, right? I mean, you could have a total genetic anomaly right there. But a 16-foot-tall person. You know, what's funny is that, you know, why would it be that humans were smaller when we know that animals were bigger? Why would it be opposite? I mean, if if the environment was such that animals were much larger— wouldn't it? I mean, it just makes sense to me that people would also be much larger. Yeah. And for some reason, perhaps as you know, I don't know. We've conquered the earth, and you know, we're polluting the atmosphere, or or they're taking things out of the atmosphere. They're changing it. Maybe they're ter- maybe we're being terraformed right now. I mean, Cliff's in the audience. Cliff, are they terraforming? I think he the went earth?
2: To bed. He, um, he got mad at me for not knowing the Bible.
4: So he <laughs> <Did he> really?
2: <laughs> I think so. Um, do you know though? Do other Okay, so the Bible they they, they mention the, the giants. Do other like religious texts from other religions mention? Well, John, I'm giants?
4: glad you asked because yes, yes, they do.
2: Well, I'm glad I asked you that.
4: They definitely do. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm if I'm not mistaken, like it's most religious texts from around the world. There are uh, accounts of giants in virtually all of them. That's com- that's compelling. It is compelling. It is compelling. So so, you know, also in uh in Israel, you know, that that giant spear, that's not the only evidence for giants that they found there.
2: Potentially a spear potentially a spear spearhead looks
4: exactly right, spearhead. like a spear that a that a regular sized human would would throw it it just happens to be huge and the bible even says that a spear is that size you know
2: oh, all, right. all right so obviously Sp- spartan uh spartans they had like weird shaped swords that could have been like they kind of looked like spearheads and it could have just been a show me you don't know okay give me show a second me. i'll find out. Okay.
4: so uh okay so okay so Either we're talking about you know some other form of human life that developed separately from you know your average everyday people, or maybe you are talking about a hybrid like uh, the Nephilim. I think that's what uh, a lot of people consider giants to be. So Nephilim are described in the Bible in a number of different places, and they're described separately from giants, you know, in name. but uh, Nephilim pop up first in Genesis chapter six. Uh, the Nephilim are the offspring of heavenly beings who had been placed into the spiritual realm to watch over the earth. Uh, and basically it's angels having relations with the, with, with the women on earth. So the, the sons of Elohim cohabitated with the daughters of men and the offspring of those unions were called Nephilim. They were a race of giants that lived on the earth. Uh, I think that if anything, it, uh, it, 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 if this is a, a, a factual account, it totally makes sense to me. Uh, and I think that the reason it's easier for me to believe it, not only you know I'm a Christian and I have my own interpretation of the Bible, but I think that uh, there is so much that is covered up in terms of the history of humanity and civilization itself. Um, I think that it is highly likely that there have been giants, and it, it would not surprise me, even if they weren't the, the sons of angels and 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 men, and the daughters of men, rather. But in, uh, in Israel, uh, they went looking specifically for evidence of Nephilim, and they found uh, a couple of different things. There's also um, the Book of Enoch, which I think we've talked about a little bit before. Uh, yeah, let, and, let
2: me interrupt real quick. Okay, go ahead. Bronze Age... Bronze Age Swords.
4: That looks like a sword. That doesn't look
2: like a spearhead to me. Oh, I, I
4: understand what you're saying. It's a little bit wider than your typical broadsword. But, I mean, it's obviously a sword.
2: Okay, but, like, you take this handle off. I mean, it's possible they made... Th- Do you have that video again? Can you send it to me? I can send it to you. Yes.
4: Okay. Well, no, I, I'd have to text it to you. Okay, that's fine. Uh there we
2: go. Boom. There you go. Boom. Thank you. Okay. Continue. All
4: right. So all I'm saying is there's a number of other uh, references to Nephilim. And so they went looking specifically for megalithic sites. There is a place in the Golan Heights that is a megalithic site. And uh, there is also... uh, Let's see. Here we go. I've got top 10 discoveries. Um, now, one thing that, uh, you know, people always assume and, I, you know, maybe rightfully so, but I think it's you know, perhaps open to interpretation. Um, people think about the Bible as being confined to the Middle East. And I've always thought, you know, maybe uh, the Bible and the stories in the Bible had been taken from a much larger area. Um, because we've got similar types of accounts and the similar types of evidence for those accounts taking place in, in a, a number of other places. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, if specifically talking about just all those news stories, I mean, if you go back and look, I've probably got like 50 different individual accounts of of, of newspaper articles talking about the discoveries of of giants in a number of different places. I've got uh Several of them, like the actual images of the articles themselves, um, of course, because you know, camera uh, photography was not widely available at that time. You're really generally not uh, attributing them with a photograph, but, um, we've also got individual cases of these giants being found, uh, throughout different places in the, in the world, um, like in England, uh, You've got uh, two seven-foot-tall skeletons that were buried in a burial mound uh, in Wales in 1685. They were discovered in 1685, rather. Uh, And uh, this is very close to a megalithic site. And uh, you've also got, uh, in Cornwall, another eight-foot-tall giant that was discovered in the early 1800s. Uh, Let's see. Lundy Island in Devon in 1856, two skeletons were discovered. One was eight foot five inches. One was eight foot seven inches. They were buried in stone lined graves Uh, in Glastonbury Somerset. You've got a nine foot skeleton discovered in 1191. Uh, And then in 1278, they were transferred to another sarcophagus and placed inside the abbey. And then, of course, they built on top of it. And now you can't get to them uh in uh, in orkney there was a 10 foot tall giant uh this is a tomb that dates back to uh scotland in 2800 bc uh it's part of a megalithic complex that was attributed to uh a, a ruling king at the time and in 1861 they excavated the site and they found a 10 foot tall skeleton and then two mummies were also found inside Uh, mummification generally has been uh, associated with the Egyptians and the Middle East. Um, But I think that at one time there was a common civilization that existed all over the world. And even if they weren't exactly the same, they had uh, certain indicators in common, like, I mean, pyramid building, for instance, and just megalithic structures in general, You, you can find them like all over the world. And, They're placed in similar places on uh, traditionally like on, on ley lines and stuff um, and meridians. And uh, also mummification is uh, a practice that has been found virtually all over the world as well. You've got, we found mummies here in America. They found mummies, obviously in Egypt. They found mummies in China, found white mummies in China and white giant mummies in China for that. Uh, So there, there must've been some sort of shared knowledge or shared experience for these very different societies to develop these very similar practices, uh, in such disparate parts of the world. I I guess it, it just means to me that, uh, they tell us that humanity at one time in the past had no connection to each other. Everybody lived so far away. They couldn't circumnavigate the globe. Uh, there was no way to communicate at long distances without, you know, traveling through and going into a bunch of other civilizations. But I just think that's BS. I think that uh, there must have been some sort of intercontinental travel that was taking place.
2: I've always yeah. found it interesting how different religions have a lot of the same stories. Exactly. Yeah. You, you yes. know what I mean? Yeah. No,
4: I've I've also considered that perhaps the various religion and I, people. I get so mad when I say this, but um you know what what if there is a common uh you know ancient religion that all of these other religions you know essentially broke off of and you know i i believe there is you know i i still believe in god i still believe in jesus okay and i'm not saying that you know this isn't the original one true faith but you've got all these other religions that are based in different parts of the world but they have these various aspects in common And, you know, what if it was just a matter of having been separated for so long that people began to take on, I don't know, unique aspects specific to the areas that they lived in and they made it more customized to that area? You know, I think it's something definitely worth considering.
0: He actually said that. He said that. How dare
4: he say that? (laughs) What what was he angry about when he said that?
2: I don't know. Something. said. something Trump said about different religions potentially coming from the same religion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So
4: here's another one in Scotland. This one was 11 feet tall. The jawbone was so large that the tallest man at the dig placed it over his own jaw with space to spare. Uh, And uh, they lost it because excavators excavators say that uh, wind and rain, like none of which no man had heard or seen... Came in and uh, washed it all away. Wait, wait, wait. They lost. They lost it. They lost it. Yeah, they lost. Because
2: it. of rain,
4: I guess there was a storm, bro. Like a flash um, flood. Like I apparently, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is in Scotland. This is, this was a two thousand year old site that they were digging up, and there was an eight and a half foot tall skeleton and another one that was eleven feet tall.
0: And
2: when and when was this?
4: Sorry, they would actually don't give a specific date. Just that when they were digging, it was a two thousand year old site.
2: He's like, did they not have weather radar? Did they not know? I think it was, it was I think work?
4: it was long enough ago. I mean, some of these were talking, I mean, they were digging them up in 1685. So I think that it was sufficiently long enough ago that uh, they must not have known or, or perhaps there's some supernatural aspect to it.
2: Were their joints not like achy? They couldn't tell the rain was coming and <laughs> like, come on, that's a lame know. excuse.
4: I don't know. Um, So, uh. Uh, here's another one. St. Patrick, he actually might have been the very first ever archaeologist. Uh, he was digging up ancient graves at the time that he was alive. This is obviously a long time ago. And uh, they dug up this grave that had a 12 foot six inch uh, skeleton in it. In he was dressed in like warrior's <laughs> garb. And uh, yeah, I don't know. He was he had a huge axe and a gigantic sword. Uh, so obviously this is a long time ago. Um, let me see what else. Uh, in the early 1800s, they found one that was 13 feet, six inches tall. Skeleton had a suit of armor, a huge sword, an axe measuring over two yards long. His teeth were six inches long uh, his, uh, and two inches wide. His forehead was uh, more than two spans and a half broad. His chin bone could contain three pecks of oatmeal. I'm not exactly sure what a peck is in terms of a measurement. Uh, and uh, they ended up taking it away because it was uh, too disturbing for the locals.
2: Speaking of giants, um, Baron Trump, he is a giant. Something that's he is. Yeah. Somebody sent a a, a video. Uh, Rave Daddy Five Two Three sent a. It's a black and white video of a giant in China. I want to play this and get your thought because I'm not even going to say my opinion on it. I want to see what yours is. Like, Lining up for a photo here, so I'm wondering yeah, are, where the photo of this is.
4: Are we sure this isn't
2: CGI? That's what I was gonna. I think it looks like CGI.
4: Yeah, I mean, because it, it, it kind of looks like maybe they took like existing film and then they superimposed this guy in there. What know. does this guy do? If he's like a special effects artist, then
2: evil Talmud quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Send me his channel. <laughs> I will send you his channel. But yeah, that that's like his only his only giant video.
4: All right. Well, um, I'd like to I'd I'd like to pull it up on like a like a large screen and uh and and actually you know what? We know we've got the internet right here. Why don't I just search the uh giant of Japan?
2: Yep. yeah there's no way that's real yeah i,
4: I think they're not buying it yeah i tend to think here we go viral video of a real life giant is from a 2007 movie no wait is this a different movie hold on a computer-generated image from a 2007 Japanese movie trailer. It's from a film called Big Man Japan. Hmm. And they don't have any pictures of the trailer, but, oh, it looks like it was in black and white.
2: Here's the so, trailer for Big Man Japan.
4: Okay. Yes, it's definitely... <laughs>
0: Since the bombings of Nagasaki and Hiroshima, Japan has been protected against invaded monsters by a legacy of giant warriors.
2: This does not help the case when people put fakes Today, out there.
0: There remains only one.
1: <laughs> He's fat.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I
4: honestly think I saw this movie now that I'm seeing more of this trailer,
2: I don't know, guys. Maybe it is real. I don't
3: know.
2: (laughs) What? (laughs) Is this on my list, Zach?
4: It's not, but...
2: I feel like it should be.
4: I did put a couple of Japanese movies on there, to be honest with you. Wow. There's a, oh God, there's one that I used to own that was so good. I'll have to, I'll have to figure out what it is, but I just, I just remembered it. So anyways, big man, Japan, not real, not real. No, thanks for the rumble rant though. Appreciate that part. Appreciate you brother. All right. So um, here's another account from... 1869. I guess this was like a big story at the time. It was all over the place. Um, A couple of guys by the name of Gideon Emmons and Henry Nichols. uh, They made a discovery in October of 1869. Uh, They were digging a well uh, on a farm for a guy named William Stubb Newell in Cardiff, New York, and they hit stone three feet down. So they cleared the stone away, moved the soil, and they recognized that it was actually a foot. And they said, I declare some old Indians been buried here <laughs> so they <laughs> that was printed in the paper that's what they said in the paper so with that
2: accent <laughs>
4: yeah, well I just I just I don't know what I don't know where they were from you know I mean I don't know that New York had uh, a New York accent at that time <laughs> but he said I declare I declare George that one just made sense to me so they 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 soon dug up this guy. It was an old skeleton, more than 10 feet from head to toe. And uh, what they didn't know, actually at the time, that uh, it wasn't actually a skeleton. It was just a a stone man that had been created by a cigar maker. And uh, they had planted it there a year before uh, so that they would come across it eventually when they were digging the well. And Mm -hmm. this is an example of a not real giant that people found. And of course they presented it as if it was now here. I'm about to show you some pictures of some actual giants, which I think perhaps may convince you. Let me share the screen. It's a bold statement though to say, well, here's a, a giant mummy that was found on the left. This was actually a, uh, they thought it was native american at the time obviously you know you you, you're, you can't find this this thing anymore this was one that was taken by the smithsonian and has just been disappeared into the annals of history but you know so what these guys are let's you know let's say they're ten. this this guy has got to be at least nine feet tall yeah. something like that uh it looks pretty authentic to me uh this guy over here on the bottom right he's appears to just be a person with gigantism now, here's the one thing that I will say, um, you know, I, the, the people of this size, you know, while rare, they do exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do have some people with, like, traditional gigantism where, like, say, like, Andre the Giant, their features are exaggerated and, you know, maybe their bodies just never stop growing. They have, like, a pituitary disorder or something like that. You'll you'll see people like that every now and then. But, um, you know, the the number of skeletons like this that were found in the earth at the time that america was being settled and and dug through basically indicates to me that perhaps it was a lot more prevalent at one time in the past doesn't mean that there was exclusively a race of giants that walked north america or anywhere else but just likely that there were a lot more of these things uh that existed and you know and, and and if there is giants breeding with giants they're going to have giant children right so Let's say you have a community of of giants and, you know, they expand out. They have more and more. And uh, and then eventually they come into contact with people of a smaller stature. They start breeding with, you know, the women, the men start breeding with the giant women. And eventually the gene pool kind of becomes dissipated and evened out. And so then nowadays, every now and then you have someone like Baron Trump, uh, who is just like preternaturally tall And uh, and he gets born because he just hits the genetic lottery. Um, But what's interesting to me is that whoever it is, the Smithsonian or, uh, you know, any sort of organization that uh, has this sort of thing in their domain, they've worked really hard to ensure that any discussion of giants is completely shut down like they didn't exist. You know, I mean, like, why is there an effort to say that there weren't giants? I mean, we still have people who are born every now and then who end up making it to six, seven or excuse me, seven, eight, nine feet tall. Something like that.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, th- this isn't even that long ago. No, this picture here. If I can figure out the date. I don't know, but that like that's a real I, picture. That's a real. Incident. It is a real picture. Yeah. 8, 11 when yeah, that's, that's monstrous. That's monstrous. You know, I mean, that's, that's totally
4: outside the norm, you know, but, um, you know, some, somebody like that, you know, maybe he was, you know, fawned upon in his uh, time on Earth, but, you know, nobody's mummifying his corpse and placing it in a, a stone sarcophagus and then people are going to come and get it later. I mean, that, that person's just going to be buried or maybe he was, I don't know, chewed up and, uh, and used for fertilizer. Who knows? <laughs> I've got another picture of that finger from a different angle if you want to see it. Let's see it. this yeah. from the other side and, you know, here you can see this flash. I've seen this in a much higher resolution photograph. This, uh, this, 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 uh, I guess fabric that it's wrapped in, um, this yellowish piece back here, that was part of the original, uh, wrapping that this thing was found in. So, yeah. and then they wrapped it again inside of this newer fabric, but you've got a bone, you've got like skin and muscle, You've got the skin here. I mean, you've clearly got the, uh, like, the indentation of the finger actually bending. Like, take a look at your own finger, and it looks, like, exactly like it. You've got the nail. When you look at the top of it, you've even got the ridges on, like, the
2: the knuckles and stuff. I think there's a video on this. Let me play this quick. Okay.
3: Some mysteries. I found a rather strange post on the hiding on the black market in Egypt. Has anyone got any more information on its authenticity? Attached to that is a video where we can see that finger. It looks interesting, but what exactly is it? Gregor Sporri, a Swiss archaeologist, was hunting for ancient relics in Egypt in 1988. He paid $300 to a grave robber to get a gigantic 16 inches long mummified finger. To a newspaper back then he stated, that the finger was split open and covered with dried mold. Even though the finger was that big, it didn't weigh a whole lot, maybe a few hundred grams. Some people claimed that this finger belonged to an extinct prehistoric giant ape. That ape has basically no remains other than small fragments and teeth. The probability then to find a gigantic finger like that on the black market is extremely slim. The question is also hmm. in the air of.
4: All right, so hmm. let let me show you some more stuff because we're almost at midnight and I I want to get into Rockwall, Texas before we end because okay. Rockwall, Texas is highly compelling uh to my point of view. Okay, so these th- this is uh this is some more archaeological evidence along with some actual pictures. So, do you know the Serpent Mound in Ohio? I'm not familiar. Okay, so this is an old archaeological site. It's claimed to be Native American in origin, but honestly, it's so old, they don't really know. They just, you know, the the narrative is Native Americans were the only people who were here before us, but that's not true. There's evidence to suggest that uh, a race of uh, Proto-Europeans were here even before the Native Americans. And I mentioned Catalina Island off the coast of California. You've got uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, blue eyed giants that live there as well. Uh, and there was a whole bunch of skeletons that were discovered on Catalina Island by a private archaeological dig. Uh, the guy owned the area, and uh, and he dug it all up himself. And essentially, they discredited him by saying he wasn't a real archaeologist. He didn't do it correctly, and he must have made it all up. But at Serpent Mound, a seven-foot skeleton was found here uh, inside the mound. And if you take a look at it from the, the sky, it's kind of uh, similar to like Nazca, Peru where you've got those petroglyphs in the desert where you can only see them if you're actually coming in from like an airplane or a helicopter or some sort of flying machine. For what purpose would ancient peoples have to produce this sort of gigantic earthwork that you would only be able to tell what it is by coming in from the sky? Uh, When, of course, they didn't have any sort of means of uh, flying or air propulsion, but it almost looks like a snake eating an egg or something like that. Kind of cool looking, kind of cool. So then here is another uh, ancient skeleton found in a mound. Uh, This is another seven foot skeleton right there. This one was cut off at the knees. So they're they're estimating the uh, remaining length of the legs there. But again, seven feet tall. Uh, This one is seven feet, two inches tall, uh, and it was in much worse condition. It had actually been burned, uh, and this was found in West Virginia in 1959. Uh, Now, here is a uh, drawing of the archaeological site. You had uh, several different bodies that were buried all over the place. Kind of cool.
2: All Big or just that one?
4: Yeah, they. I believe they were all. They were all of larger stature. But this was a mound, and this all of these different spots were contained within the mound. Now, the mound builder civilization here in, in America, there have been mounds found like all over the country, and you can still go to some places. They've been protected, but by and large, a lot of these have either been bulldozed uh, or they've been turned into public parks and stuff like that. And you wouldn't even know that they were a mound unless there was like a marker there telling you. And so again, you have archeological evidence that was explicitly covered up and essentially assimilated into modern culture so that people wouldn't know that they existed, uh, in Iowa, uh, 1897, there were mounds that were discovered there, seven foot, six inch skeleton. Uh, this one also was taken by the Smithsonian. And so you can't see it anymore. You've got another one in Missouri, eight feet, uh, that, uh, Is pictured right here here is a a six foot tall man laid out next to this eight foot skeleton so again eight Mm -hmm. feet without any flesh or anything like that it's going to be larger than that and it also appears to be this is the other thing is that you'll notice uh the the giants that were uh photographed from this time you know that were actually buried uh they all have like normal proportions it's not like they're freakish or they have some sort of pituitary disorder or something like that. Um, Like they're just normal people. They just happen to be a lot taller. Um, You know, the same can be said down here, the Seminole Indians, uh, John in, in Florida, those guys were much, much larger than the Indians anywhere else throughout the American continent. And, uh, and, and they had a very strange culture as well. That's I guess something for a different show, but Here's another one, an illustration of a mound in uh, in Montgomery County, Ohio. Inside this mound, there was an eight foot one and a half inch skeleton. Uh there was uh, numerous skeletal remains, but the largest was eight foot. Here's a drawing of uh, the way that it was found. That mummy that I showed you earlier, this was uh known as the San Diego Giant. He was eight foot four inches tall. Uh now you can see he's a he's a
2: pretty big boy. Pretty big boy. I see like I, these one these one off instances they're very interesting but I feel like those can be explained away you know it's it's the if there's like a whole group of these people like if they found a if they found a site with tens or hundreds of of giants that would be like pretty fascinating to me
4: there is one Lovelock cave in uh in in the Midwest I don't remember the exact the exact location but we'll talk about Lovelock cave prob let's we'll do that next weekend but here we go These are the skeletons, and this is such a case as you were talking about. Uh, Catalina Island is part of the Channel Islands off the coast of New York. There was a whole uh, 3,781 skeletons that were discovered between 1919 and 1930. This skeleton right here, 9 feet 2 inches tall. And again, almost 4,000 of them, John. I think that meets the criteria that you just mentioned you would require that that meets it. Yeah. Um, but but how,
2: were they, they were all pretty big. The average height was what? Seven feet.
4: Well, no, this, this, this is an, another example. Um, uh, hold on.
2: Um, it's like, I'm talking a huge burial site with a majority of the skeletons being, I mean, all the, of this the, one does have yeah, seven, all, eight and nine foot.
4: Yeah. All of the skeletons on Catalina Island would have been considered gigantic. Um, this is just a different one that's seven feet, two and a quarter inches tall. Now they called, they called all of them Indians at the point because th- that's all they knew. They thought that only Indians lived here. Um, Beaver Lake, Arkansas, nearly 10 foot skeleton. These uh, appear to be a, a number of skulls, two different skulls, and that's a normal sized skull right there. But there was a couple of them that were found there. Um Let me see. Oh yes. There was a 70 foot stone wall found at the entrance of the cave showing human habitation. Uh, and, uh, there is this information from the original article. Um, Uh, at a depth of more than three feet, he found the remains of several giant human skeletons, including an almost perfect skull, which differed in many particulars from a modern specimen. When partly joined, the largest skeleton was almost 10 feet tall. Uh, The digger showed us hieroglyphics covering the Palisades, thought to be thousands of years old. There have also been a number of different types of uh, 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 unrecognized languages that have been found throughout America that haven't been deciphered and they haven't been attributed to uh, any place or people in particular. Here's another one in California, uh, 12 feet tall. Uh, Let me see. Yes, this one was actually found in a, 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 sarc- a in a sarcophagus, which is something you would expect to see in um,
2: eighteen foot. This next one,
4: uh, yes, West Hickory, Pennsylvania, the Cardiff Giant, uh, Could reportedly you imagine from- that NBA
2: career. Like <laughs>
4: <laughs> he was estimated to be eighteen
2: foot tall. I believe this is the one that we talked about at the very beginning of the show. Um, that is just wild. Um, before yeah. we get to what you wanted to close the show out with. Yes. We do got to get to our final two sponsors. You I go ahead and them. Yes. Let's talk about a giant in our movement here.
0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from Pillow: towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part: with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels, and for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free.
2: All right, guys, get your my pillows from mypillow.com. And we also got the Badlands Media shop. This is what I was talking about earlier. If you're prepping for the trucker strike, got to get your stuff from Badlands Shop. In today's fast paced world, peace of mind is priceless. That's where Badlands Media steps in. Preparing for life's uncertainties is about being ready for anything, right where you are. Welcome to the Badlands Media Shop. We partner with Patriot companies offering products that empower you to prepare for any eventuality comfortably from your home. The Badlands Shop is everything you need to secure your peace of mind. Browse the virtual aisles, prepare your family for the year ahead with products you can trust from companies that share your values. Whether it's growing your own food or prepping long-term sh- storage, protecting your family, or stocking up on emergency supplies, we've got you covered. So get prepared. Visit the Badlands Media Shop at badlandsmedia.tv slash shop today. Every purchase supports a freedom-loving business as well as Badlands Media. It's badlandsmedia.tv shop. And we thank you for your continued support. There we go.
4: All right, so let's do it. I, I say down. burn the mother down. I'm okay with it. <laughs> all right, so what was one of your uh, uh, your 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 points of contestation? You would need to see like evidence of a civilization or something like that.
2: I, I think it'd be it'd be much more compelling for me to see like a group a burial site of many consisting of many giants because to me that's like okay, well there was a group of them, they were all together was there an actual race or community of giants that were like all in one place at one time? What, that what if there compelling.
4: was, what if there was evidence of an ancient city that could only have been built by giants?
2: I'd have to see it first before I
4: good for you. I on. actually have a, uh, uh uh, a Landsat image that shows the definitions and the boundaries of this. This is in Rockwall, Texas. Now, Rockwall, Texas is uh, a place, it's an actual city in Texas, and uh, there is this formation. They call it a formation because they won't say that it was built by man, but it's literally a rock wall, and it extends around the boundaries of where Rockwall, Texas sits today. And it was found about 160 years ago. And there are there is evidence to suggest that it was built uh, and that it isn't a natural formation. Let me show you some pictures here real quick. Take a look at this. This is the rock wall itself. Now, the the, the portion that can be excavated is on private property. And so it has been excavated a number of times. Um, but every time that it's excavated, it has to be, uh like buried again basically um and so you can take a look now this is it appears to be a wall uh you've got these flagstones that are used to uh, uh to to build it up and there's also mortar in between these stones okay mortar just doesn't appear in nature um now initially it was thought you know perhaps it was built by prehistoric man however the boundaries of Rockwall, Texas, extend so far that it de- it defies credulity to say that this could have been built by just, you know, average ancient humans. Take a look at this. This is a, a kind of composite satellite image of the boundaries of the Rockwall. Now, you know what else doesn't occur in nature, John? Geometric shapes of this nature.
1: <laughs> okay. So.
4: You can see there is a wall that extends. It turns at a 90 degree angle. It bends back this way. Boom, boom, boom. And this is in Texas. This is in Texas. Yes. It's almost it's it's a rectangle with additional sections that are walled off on the inside. You've got a triangle here. You've got a square here. You've got a large, nearly perfect rectangle but not so perfect that you could write it off as having been created by nature. This particular rock formation, which appears to be fieldstone with mortar in between it, and there are also um, some sort of metal rings that are embedded in the walls of the rock every so often, which could potentially be used, I don't know, to hook up uh animals of burden like you know oxen or maybe horse or something like that or anything else that they wanted to hook up out there okay Um, so the official story of rockwall texas is that this is a natural formation and that it wasn't built by man um however there there was evidence of an ancient human civilization having lived there and uh having actually built it
2: um I I totally, I totally buy that. That was built by man. Yes. I just, uh, why do we think giant man? Well, look how freaking big it
4: is, John. I mean, how long do you think it would have taken? I mean, these, these, the walls are enormous. Okay. Like it's like 20 feet tall, something like that. I mean, it's really tall and it's so big. uh, The amount of time that it would have taken for, you know, regular people to build uh, would have been, Really, really long time. Here, Here's another yeah. picture. They actually did an episode about it on the History Channel at one time. But here, this is another picture of the excavation. Look, This looks even more perfect than no. the other section that we saw. Uh, here is another picture of a different portion of the excavation. You can clearly see it's a wall. And uh, here is an article from the time. This is well, I want to say this is back in the 70s talking about uh, the stuff that they found there. Th- there was literally evidence of human habitation. There was like a giant room with uh, implements of a giant, uh, giant tools, uh, giant bed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think that there was uh, pieces of armor or something like that. Uh, but here, let's take a look at this article uh, buried city under Rockwell. Uh Squabble Creek meanders around Rockwall County in the north and east of Rockwall town. One of the longtime squabbles in this Texas smallest community is over the following questions. One, are the great stone walls beneath perhaps four of the county's 147 square miles man-made, the often 49-foot-high fortifications of an ancient buried city, or two, as most geologists insist, the walls are nature's masonry in the shape of sandstone dikes? So. There's the question initially you asked. 49 feet tall. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, the scholar scholarly manager of the Rockwall Chamber of Commerce, James L. Glenn, told me some investors had uh, options to buy the land in the western outskirts uh, along the state highway 68. And they plan to excavate around 1000 feet of the underground wall and make a tourist attraction. Only thing holding up the deal is the land has to be zoned commercially and this should be done very soon. I'm not certain that ever took place. I'm I'm pretty certain that all of it still remains on private land and they have to go ahead and and rebury it. Um, Okay, so where's the stuff about what they found in it? Uh, The mysterious walls are usually about eight inches thick and the stones are formed or placed on top of each other with the ends breaking near the center of the stone above or below. Such a brick wall built by a mason. Uh, the stones appear to be beveled around the edges, and many declare the walls to be too regular in appearance to be a uh, a prank of nature. Between the stones, there is a substance very much like mortar. Uh, Mr. Cameron said, four large stones taken from wall segments appear to have been inscribed by some form of writing. This couldn't have been done by erosion since the stones were underground. We d- Why don't some scientists perform all-out research and tell us whether or not it is just a freak of nature, or if it's actually a gigantic fortress built by unknown people of a prehistoric age. So there's no way that's not man-made. Exactly. Exactly. And there's also no way that a curious scientific mind would not want to research an incredible archeological find like this Mm -hmm. to determine exactly what happened there. What civilization did it? If there is writing of unknown origin, why wouldn't they want to look it up now? I posit to you, John, that it's not just they don't want us to know that giants walked the earth at some point in the past. They are such egomaniacs that they've got their mind made up, that science is established, that the archaeological record is the archaeological record, and therefore anything that challenges it must be discredited. Because it means that everybody who came before them was wrong and they simply can't accept the idea that they were wrong. It's like exactly what they did with COVID in the jab.
1: Yeah. You know,
4: now finally, look, we, there was just a, a study that came out today from a, a yeah. premier scientific organization. OK, like the name in this sort of data. And it, it tells you that, you know, you, you've got all of these health issues that come up. OK, and they still have not admitted that they're wrong. I don't think that they're ever going to.
2: No, and there's much more nefarious reasons behind that. I mean,
4: well, th- that's it. But I'm just saying it's indicative of the mindset for sure people. OK, obviously, it, there's also a monetary complex in terms of this sort of stuff, too, John, because archaeologists make their name on you know, their work based upon pre-existing uh, archaeological record. Okay, mm-hmm. and as long as they continue on with that particular line of study, they're rewarded. They receive grant money. They're able to do whatever it is they do—writing books and getting people to, you know, give them adulation. Um, but if they go outside of that, well, then they're considered a kook. It's it's fringe science, and their career is ruined. So there is a monetary component to get them to stay in line. Now, on top of that, you know, the the prevailing thought from anthropologists is the out of africa theory are you familiar with out of africa
2: not i don't think what you're talking about no
4: okay so I think there's yeah, a
2: movie called that isn't there
4: there may be but the, the the out of africa theory goes that uh humanity began in a oh, yeah. central point on earth that place being africa so we 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 spread out from africa to all points around the world yep i've and heard that before yes and so like we were so essentially everybody was you know uh was black basically we were all ancient peoples with dark skin we all mean, we get
2: reparations too
4: absolutely not no they, they, <sighs> it doesn't count for us okay and and so as we spread out well all of a sudden our race has changed i mean there's no basis in science for that but they still say it happened there's also uh, a, a differing theory that out of Africa is garbage, uh, and we can basically discount out of Africa because we don't all share the same haplogroups. People who come from Africa indigenously, they have certain haplogroups. People who come from Asia indigenously have certain haplogroups. same with Europe, et cetera. So you can you can like pretty reassuredly tell, Uh, what someone's lineage is based upon their genetic profile, their DNA. And if we all came from Africa, we would all have a common ancestor. We would all have common DNA. We do not. However, they still can't admit that out of Africa is junk science, that it's it's that's the science that should be fringe, And they're still telling people that Um, That's crazy, you know, and and, uh, yeah, it's totally crazy. All right, so getting okay, back to i here.
2: want to make two points on this wall real quick number one th- just just to say like okay so it's definitely man-made at least it appears that way from everything yeah. i've seen the, and you know my comment was how do we know it's giant this doesn't prove it was giant And so you said well i mean it's a huge wall all these things the great wall of china is also very massive and we know that was built by regular sized humans or china-sized humans whatever so it is possible that this was just built by normal-sized people. The second thing is, if like if if giants did like a civilization of giants did exist, why would they try to like keep that quiet? Like, why would they bury that under the rug?
4: For all of the reasons that I just told you, because it throws their pre-existing notions out the window. It means they're wrong, and it means they have to reevaluate their pre-existing timeline. Like right now you have the Big Bang and everything extends from the Big Bang. And, you know, evolution happens along that line. Uh, the, you know, Pangea tectonic plates, you know, whatever it is yep. that they want to push. You know, I think some of that stuff is right. Some of it's wrong.
2: Um, Ooh, but, ghost. ghost says because it validates the Bible.
4: Well, That's I think that there's Bible. a lot of people who don't believe the Bible, who subscribe to the sorts of scientific uh, theories that we're talking about tonight.
2: Oh, Ghost also sent this over. I forgot to show it earlier this is um from military times from just last year here be giants outlandish tales of the military and the afghan colossi i have definitely heard this story yes yes um i won't read the whole thing but apparently soldiers over there in afghanistan have uh there's some accounts Mm -hmm. during the war many members of the u.s military and coalition would encounter activity that would defy normality orton wrote on havoc journal ufos cryptids and ghosts many bore witness to the immense and immeasurable mystery of afghanistan what they witnessed is often kept close to heart but be it terrifying or truly something incredible there's a video here too i'll share with everybody um chief among these terrifying encounters was an incident in 2002 with the giant of kandahar Mm -hmm. a biblical cryptid creature that special forces stumbled upon as the giant was doing giant things like cooking giant food and minding his giant business According to online accounts, the giant of Kandahar, who was said to be responsible for an entire patrol going missing, stood a towering 13 feet tall, sported a shock of flaming red hair, had six fingers on each hand and two rows of teeth for gnashing, thrashing, and showcasing a smile that was undeniably dashing. Upon contact, the giant reportedly killed one U.S. service member with a spear, probably a giant spear. I'm assuming it definitely was showed a earlier, giant spear. Yeah. <laughs> only to be vanquished by the rest of the unit, courtesy of 30 seconds of sustained gunfire. According to an account, uh, as the story goes, the soldiers loaded the giant's corpse onto a helicopter. It was never seen again. There's a video here. But anyway, I'll share this article in the chat. Yeah. So
4: some other aspects of the rock wall Formation. There were archways and doors and windows, perhaps conduits for water that would have been inappropriately sized for average modern humans. They would have been appropriately sized for gigantic humans. Uh, so that's just one more suggestion that it was uh, built and habitated by giants. Um, let me see. Oh, there are some fossils that were also found there. Uh, hang at on. The rock wall at the rock wall. Yes. Hold on. Let me pull this up. All right. So. Uh, uh, <clears throat> they found <clears throat> a fossilized snout of a prehistoric winged dinosaur, a carved serpent head, that was made by an artisan from pre-Columbian civilization, possibly the one who built the wall, and then another rock here. These are not particularly, hold on, is this, I think it's gonna not pull up the right page, hold on. All right, these are them. I don't know if they took core samples, oh, I'm not even showing it, sorry. (laughs)
2: <laughs> sure, looks like you are enjoying looking at them, though.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Hmm.
4: So yeah, I mean, not uh, what, what are you... Go, pull that back up and scroll to the top. It has a description. What are they called? What are they? The fossilized snout of a prehistoric winged dinosaur. I'm assuming that's that one right there.
2: Hmm. Okay, and the next one,
4: or maybe that's the carved serpent's head. These look know. like maybe fossilized bones or something like that. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> hold on. There was uh, there was a specific account of the. Gigantic stuff that was found inside of it. Hold on. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, This is an example of the metal rings that are embedded in the walls. Okay, right there. Okay. That definitely doesn't happen in nature.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no way this was not man-made.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Just based on what I've seen. There's just no way. Like, just a freaking nature, guys. Yes. Perfum- um, built wall. okay.
4: Oh, look at this. Inscriptions on stones found in the area have recently been translated. From these inscriptions, they know where the people who made them came from and approximately when they inhabited the area. There is also a pretty good idea of why they were here. An ancient city excavated in another location was found to have the same type of construction as the rock wall. We weren't told where, other than it's a place that shared the language and dialect found on those inscribed zones. Now, here's where it gets interesting and scary. Evidence indicates that the walls were definitely buried. The cause of the burial was sudden and cataclysmic, perhaps a flood. Mud flood. Uh, and could happen again with disastrous results. Now, keep in mind, this is in Texas. It's not too far from... Uh, the Gulf of Mexico. So if there was a massive wave of water that came in from the Gulf of Mexico, it would have come right in and buried the rock wall. And then there's a real surprise about the people themselves. We couldn't get any more tidbits about this. I guess there's a book that's coming out about it. Everything we present has been thoroughly checked and cross-checked by scholarly and scientific authority. We put nothing in there that isn't completely vetted with all sources annotated. Mm -hmm. The reader can go directly to the sources. Uh, Let me see if I can find-
2: How far is- Rockwall, Texas, from South Lake, Texas, where our upcoming conference is.
4: Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Anybody from Texas here?
2: Well, let me, I guess I do have a machine that could probably figure that out for me if I just type this input in here. Looks like.
4: Oh, listen to this. Uh, It's become generally accepted evidence born out of geological information. That somewhere around 65 million years ago, an asteroid between seven and eight miles wide impacted the Gulf of Mexico near the Southern edge of the Yucatan Peninsula. The explosion described as making a nuclear bomb look like a firecracker and subsequent fires, smoke and dust culminated in the extinction of about 75% of life on the planet, including the dinosaurs. Now, when that happened, that could have been what buried the rock wall. Now, Humanity and certainly not civilization should not have existed 65 million years ago. If we lived 65 million years ago, if we have had uh, civilizations that rose and then fell and we've had successive iterations of that throughout the years, uh, then again, that directly flies in the face of what we Mm -hmm. are told has actually happened. And, you know, we've talked about out of place artifacts before. Um, you know, out of place artifacts indicate that there have been lost civilizations that existed before ours. You know, part of the lie is that, you know, modern humanity is the culmination of, you know, civilization itself. You know, I mean, you just go look back at ancient Rome, you know, I mean, like you've got people in Italy right now living on a, uh, an old destroyed civilization. And the same can be said, you know, for places all over the world. Um, you know, but those those civilizations are essentially lost to time, and the people today know very little about what they are, other than what science and archaeology is going to tell us. But can you imagine, John, if we've if we've been here on planet Earth for over sixty five million years, if we were if if society had become a civilization of the type that could build this giant fortified wall in, enclosing a city. 65 million years ago, then what else did we know? What else mm-hmm. were we aware of? You know, I mean, what information has been lost?
2: It's a great question, man.
4: Yeah. And if we were giants,
2: <laughs> what <if> we were <laughs> gi- 50 miles, that's it.
4: Oh, we got to go.
2: Also interesting. The town is named Rockwall, Texas. So whenever they formed the town, they knew about the wall. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Now,
4: I I think, no, 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 I think that's important. I think that the naming, naming it Rockwall makes it difficult to find uh, detailed information about the Rockwall itself. Probably. Yes. Now, just before we go, John, there is another case of uh, megalithia that exists out in Montana. These are called the Montana megaliths. Now, this is also something that is purported by modern science to be a natural geologic formation. But it also appears to be very, very old. Uh, you can see these these rocks that are placed here uh, in what is essentially a wall, very similar to what you'll find like in Peru. Mm-hmm. And they tell us that this is all natural, that uh, that man had nothing to do with it. but. I mean these are rocks that have clearly been formed to fit together with other rocks. Based <clears throat> upon the age of these this would also place it far older than what humanity, modern humanity uh should have been able to do or even they they shouldn't even have existed at this point. Yeah. And now so, again based upon the size of these rocks how how would humans of any size have moved these unless they had a size and strength commensurate with being able to do so or technology that would allow them to do so. And again, we go back millions of years and y- 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 it's not possible based upon what we're told today that humanity would have had any sort of technology that would have yeah. allowed them to do this.
2: You've got, I feel core- like some of these things, you know, you'll have people explaining them away as like, okay, giants had to have done this or, It was alien technology that had to do that. You know, like it's multiple explanations of crazy phenomena to explain the same thing. Sure.
4: I I mean, I personally think it's more likely that it was giants uh, with, you know, some sort of mechanical advantage. I mean, just when you go back that far, life on Earth was much, much larger than it is today. And it just makes sense to me that if mankind was around, that we would have been much larger too. And, you know, perhaps throughout the ages, we began to get smaller. And now we're smaller today. Um, So, yeah, this is in uh, in Montana, the wilderness of Montana. Uh, Apparently there are corridors and chambers and uh, it's a giant stone complex with uh, intricate polygonal granite walls Mm -hmm. and stacked circular terraces. Uh, this is also private, so you have to get permission to go there. Take a look at this. Uh, that's definitely man-made in some fashion, but what what type of man would be able to place rocks like that? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I say giants.
2: I don't know. Of course. I don't know. Because even for a giant, that'd be heavy as hell, man.
4: I mean, not if they were 30 feet tall.
2: Yeah. But I haven't seen any evidence of 30-foot-tall giants yet. Tonight. Well,
4: you know, the, the Smithsonian has uh, has has put all that away. Look at this one. Look at that one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen rock formations, like, not, not in Montana, but in other places. Mm-hmm. It's like, that definitely looks like it was put there by somebody. How did that get put there? Mm-hmm. But I I don't know, man. I don't know.
4: So now, again, with the amount of wear that's on these rocks, I mean, we're talking millions, tens of millions of years. Yeah. You know, um, I I honestly think that the Earth has been here for a lot longer than they tell us, that we have had civilizations that have come and gone. And I think it's totally realistic that uh, over that amount of time that people, oh, this is uh, Sam Basmanovich. This is the... um, the guy from the uh, the the Bosnian pyramids. I've interviewed this guy. He's super cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Never heard of him. Okay. Well, that's because the Bosnian pyramids have also been covered up. <laughs> it's true, though. It's definitely true. I'll do the Bosnian pyramids for you another time too. Okay. But yeah, I I awesome. truly truly believe that we've we've had giants here, and maybe at one time we were the giants, and now here we are. I mean, think about all the crap that they put in our food, dude. Think about all the shit we're breathing. They're, they're shrinking us. They're shrinking us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hey, how tall are you?
4: I'm five ten. Okay. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm six two, and that's like the one thing. You're a lot taller than I expected. People I say it. that
4: about me too. I mean, like five ten isn't super tall, but like I guess they think I must be four foot eight sitting behind this desk.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> that that makes me feel like a giant when people when people say that. Anyway. Um, let's go through the rants man crane op says uh yeah you don't know john so consider something outside of your purview you're i mean you're right i could just like okay that's that's possible but that's just not my nature i'm i'm wait, wait a, a wait, natural you, you skeptic. missed a
4: whole bunch of them you missed a whole bunch of them Did I? <laughs> yeah i got him i got him no no that's so,
2: right no that was um uh, just a regular comment that wasn't uh oh, okay a okay. rumble rant okay i'm gonna go through all the rumble rants now dan turgeon says gotta love donald john trump same exact initials i have Make America great again. Thank you, Dan. And again, hey Zach, long time since I've watched you. Have been on video call in before. Still do those. Oh, maybe you read these already. I
4: I read that one. I read that just because I thought it was funny that he said he hadn't watched the show. But Dan, I want you to call in on the weekend. We had a good couple of good shows this weekend. You should check them out.
2: Andre two one two one says NFTs are scams, in my opinion. Every time I see a YouTuber promote an NFT, I feel like a few months later they're miss they're issuing an apology. They are just too unpredictable. I watched a friend lose 40K on an NFT. What?
4: Yeah, that's ridiculous. Every single YouTuber-backed NFT project has been a rug pull. That's one of the reasons why I think that, you know, we should stay away from explicitly selling NFTs. That's a bad look.
2: Yep. Um. 1027JS says, good evening. Good evening, Joe. Thanks for tuning in. Chrissy F., I keep seeing stuff on Truth about racing in Wisconsin. How about a show on that? I don't know what that's um, referenced to.
4: You know what? I actually... Somebody... Okay, there is this guy who continually tags me, and he's like, "Red Pill knows all about racing." No, I don't know what the fuck you're talking. Oh, about. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm taking that too. He's like dude, mad. It's like,
4: yeah, like I'm not, I'm not covering racing. What are you talking about, bro? Like you've never, you've never come to me and said this is all you need to know about racing. I have no idea what you're talking about. With also, we're gonna
2: cover what we want to cover, <laughs> what we feel compelled to cover. Yeah, I'm just gonna cover something because you yell at us enough to cover it um okay Freight awakening come on guys Mohab sneakers would sell out quicker than the trump shoes (laughs) jump higher bench more grow a bigger peen the ads write themselves
4: i still think we need to do Mohab shirts at the very least or hoodies or something
2: i'm down what what was his his tagline Mohab 2024 (laughs) Uh, i can't remember the the tagline to it i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure it's probably in these rants so i'll just continue reading tattooed teacher if I get stuck on Long Island, I fully expect the Badlands Trump boat parade to come save me and other Long Island Badlanders. <laughs> if I owned a boat, I would definitely save you.
4: Oh, IVA, we did Phil Schneider in Dulce, New Mexico. Yeah. Go back through our playlist and you can find it.
2: Um, Freight Awakening. FYI, Zach just emailed me a list of things to order for him in case the boycott happens. Clever workaround.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and that's... <laughs> No, I'm going to read there. Um,
1: Salt Muncher
2: ODA. Soy rent glean is Chinese peepo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Salt Mother of cats 104. Have you ever been to the Almo? Doorways are very small.
4: I haven't, but I mean, I figure that with something like that, there, there's got to be a tactical advantage to making it uh, less easy to enter by enemies.
2: Yep, yeah, that's a good point. Fred awakening again, Anunnaki, Book of Enoch, real stuff. Also check the Book of Mohap speaks to larger than average black trannies. Great. Read. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, Crano fifty nine don't open tonight. All about American mound builders and, and giants. And then he sent a link. You'll like it, I think. Okay. Um, yes. I'll grab it. How's it going? Got it. You got it. Yep that is a 60 minute video but mysterious stone chambers and giants discovered in new england
4: oh yeah yeah i um i actually i know about this story um i actually <sighs> yeah i've actually seen this guy speak before yeah he's pretty cool i um jim Vera um yeah he's actually somebody i forgot about and i would like to get on the show so crane up i will see if i can reach out to him I've actually seen some of these these stone chambers. They're supposed to be, there are rock walls and these stone chambers that are uh they're said to be rut cellars, but they existed before the first settlers came to New England. And mm-hmm. they don't they don't have any explanation
2: for who built them. Okay, next rant we got Melindi. Very funny two-way skit. Only a minute. L A L M A O. And so I will pull this up quick. It's only
1: a minute. So uh,
2: we recently had some
1: unforeseen medical expenses and my husband had always told me that uh, he had made investments with his guns and they could be worth some money. So I was hoping maybe you guys could be fair and give me a good price. (laughs) This one is his um, Daniel Defense. He uh, told me it has like a a gazelle or jizzle trigger inside of it. Um, And he told me he paid $150 (laughs) for it. So I was really hoping that we could at least maybe get a hundred. Okay. Does that seem reasonable?
2: A little Mark 18
1: action. Yeah. This
2: is a beauty. What, like you said, at 100 least 100
1: bucks? if that's okay.
2: Bring out shit. You, you got me. You got me. Where's uh, the cameras? I'm just going to tell me I'm punked huh?
1: I don't know what you mean. I did also have another one of his guns. Okay. Um, He said this one was a CZ Shadow 2. And um, he told me he paid like 100 for it. So if I could get like 75, that would be the It's $1,200 pistol. What? Yeah. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> I like that.
2: That's cute. That's cool. Uh, Fred Awakening from the Book of Mohap, Chapter One Seventeen. <laughs> he will walk among us and be castigated by those in Hawaiian shirts and lands <laughs> that are bad. He will smile and claim that he has a badge and will laugh at the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, Cap Regine. Good evening, gentlemen. Enjoying the show, Zach. Last week's show, the Franklin scandal. It was it was so called because of the Franklin Savings and Loan out of Omaha, Nebraska, not Franklin, Nebraska. Oh
4: yeah, yeah. Sorry. Do
2: I feel like we've mentioned them before? Uh,
4: We talked about it last week. Yeah, I know. Before that, um, I I mean, it probably came up along with something else, but we might have done a whole show on it. I I don't remember. I didn't. I I didn't intend to talk about it last week, but it just came up in conversation.
2: Another scripture from the Book of Mohap. This is another Fredo rant. Mohap 1413. The giant will drown the one that cooks for him, and no one will care. The one that they refer to as Big Mike shall run for office. Eerie. (laughs) Oh, man, Fredo. Um, Crano 59 LOL, Zach, you need no couching from me, but Link sent earlier is good watch nevertheless. Yes, yes, absolutely. Dave75. Lincoln's Niagara Falls speech references giants. uh, Twenty. Twenty foot plus doors and old buildings. Yeah, I don't remember that. That's uh,
4: that's, that's actually true. Yeah, hmm.
2: he basically was a giant himself. Cap, Regine, please get your facts straight before grasping at straws and sounding like a buffoon on the Franklin scandal. Larry King traffic kids out of Boys Town in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay,
4: listen, listen. Stop I, grasping
2: I, at straws, bro. I, I,
4: I was just speaking off the top of my head. I wasn't intending to even talk about the Franklin scandal. Listen, I, I'm sorry that I got it mixed up in my head, but it, geez, oh,
2: Pete. You're, you're just sounding like a buffoon again, Zach. <laughs> I need you to settle <laughs> man, down. Man. <clears throat> yeah. Come on, guys. Be nice. Fred Awakening. Hey, Andre 2121. Grats on civilian life. Where did you go to make RP78 figurine? Love it. I want to make a Moab figurine. <laughs> he is obsessed with Moab. Um, Godwin73, something I've wondered since discovering the giant subject a few years ago is why is this something the controlling elite doesn't want to be known? There's plenty of sauce. Why the cover up? And we kind of went into that. Mm Andre 2121, hey Fredo, thanks. I went to the Funko Pop website. You can create a pop on it and then here's a a Funko website. I'm going to save that for myself to play around with. Make a little conversation between rants between those two. It's kind of funny. Um, we got another one from captain Regine. victims later in life were interviewed and said in addition to being trafficked to new york dc la etc they were abused frequently by prominent businessmen from omaha names you would know i think we would covered that and i believe it rave daddy 523 black and white video of a giant in china and we debunked that one crane <laughs> 59 another john mind love it keep up the good work zach Cognitive dissonance is unbecoming, John. Come on. Oh,
4: yeah, be nice. Jeez, oh, Pete's guys.
2: <laughs> it's my role here. Uh, for, uh Fred Awakening, Book of Mohap Seven Fourteen. The jaw was so large it swallowed seven men in one night. It took roosters as large as ten inches and took many at the same time. The throat was happy. Amen. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Political caviar. Giants on the island of Catalina 9,000 years ago is very intriguing since it's 30 miles offshore and not that big. Any last thoughts on that one?
4: Yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but, well, probably, I mean, that story is big enough in itself. But don't worry, I'll have researched it thoroughly before going on the air and
2: and talking about it.
4: I'll just (laughs) stop. I'll just stop talking off the top of my head on things that I haven't prepared for. Sorry about that.
2: Man, maybe we should have stopped the show because yeah, I guess you're maybe. not getting your facts right. And I'm not, <laughs> you're I'm not playing my role too well. Done? What's going on? <laughs> um, geez, now we both look like buffoons. Yeah, what are we even doing here? I don't get geet, it. Like, uh, G, Jimmy, Linda, CJP, the Smithsonian is also banned, um, or is also blamed for hiding any evidence of metallurgy among the ancient Americans. Yeah, the Smithsonian, they're. David Rubenstein, the guy I wrote about in one of my articles, he is on the board of regents for the Smithsonian, and ah. he is a bad dude. So,
4: did, did you read the rave daddy? Yeah, this I was is just gonna kind of read what that
2: I'm one. Like... Rave daddy. This is why I love you guys. You help my discernment on what is real or not. Thanks, guys. Thank you so Thanks. much for ODA, Robert Waldo on video. There are other longer videos as well, and then there's a link if you want to grab that. Got it. Uh, Fred Awakening, I know this isn't a MoHap episode, and I interjected because he is a giant. Sorry. Would love to see one if he enters the race. A lot of trannies, but Big Mike takes the cake. Love you guys. Thank you, Fredo. We love you, too. Uh, Ball Shack, who controls the Smithsonian Institute? We need we need it to be open to the public. Yeah. I don't know who else, but I know Rubenstein's on there.
4: I mean, it's a private organization, right? I mean, like, so oh. as long as they get their hands on stuff, if they want to make it disappear, they can go ahead and do it.
2: Yeah. We need a Badlands Institute where we get our hands on ancient artifacts and make them public. Rita Dots and Zach, I was going to send you pics of rock wall in rock wall. We found the only place a portion of the wall still stands is on private property and can't be seen from the perimeter. Well, that's unfortunate.
4: Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, I, I have heard that they do like private tours at times, but I don't know the process to even think about doing it, but Uh, I mean, I would definitely look into it if we're going to be that close to it.
2: Yeah, we'll see what we can do. See if we can find out who owns that section of wall and get an invite or something. Um,
4: Oh, Dust. I think Dust Money was there. I was there 14 years old.
2: That's cool. Yeah. Rita Dotson again. Don't. be picks a wall reassembled in another location to guard Dallas. Awesome. Thanks, Rita. Appreciate you. Dragonfly's sister, so interesting. But why do they hide everything from us? What's the purpose? There's proof, but they steal all the evidence. Yeah, we kind
4: of. I, I mean, yeah, we. I think we kind of covered that. I, I, I truly believe because they don't want humanity to. They just don't want us to know our true origins. I, I think that there have been civilizations that came and fell before us, and that changes the narrative entirely. Of yep. you know what it means to uh, even exist here on Earth.
2: Yeah, Fred Awakening again. Best show on the interwebs. Love you guys. No Homo. Oh, with how much you talk about Mohap? I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little homo. But anyway, would love to see John's mind blown with pizza and pedogate and adrenochrome, rabbit holes deep, by the chat. That would be one that I haven't, like, really gone down that rabbit hole. It might be interesting. There's a lot. Yeah. Thank you, Fredo. Igor Tigor, 97. Guys, I'm just a regular-sized Russian man, but with giant-sized nuts. <laughs> uh, um. Rita Dotson, fly in a few hours early, and I'll be happy to give you the Rockwall Grand Tour. That Wait is a second. very cool.
4: Rita, you can... Wait, is Rita the one who said she was going to bring the picture?
2: Yes, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Okay. And also okay. a tour, so, yeah. Well, let's let's figure it out. Let's do it. Thank you, Rita. Let's get in touch. Um, Salt Muncher ODA, it was a smaller meteor 12,000 years ago that hit in Canada and melted the two-mile-thick glacier ice and flooded all of North America. That's when all the megafauna got wiped out ground sloths, etc. Did not know that. Cool. And Melindy, as someone from Dallas, do not use 635 to Rockwall. Stay north of the Metro mess and use the PGBT or the 190. We had a lot of good Texas. Make sure you guys get your guard tickets, guys, if you're from Texas or from wherever. But um, Southlake, we don't have many left. We had a mad rush at the beginning um, and there, there's not many left. So if you're going to... Come get your tickets now. Then S Cushion, just a whisper. America 2.0 has started, according to Cliff High. Let's support the truckers. Let's do it. Boom. I <clears throat> uh, does great work. I'm curious what his latest prediction has been. We should have him on one of these episodes. I think that would be fun stuff. And he can uh, get mad at me for not knowing the Bible live in person.
4: <laughs> or oh, yeah, for that's me, everything. Not knowing the melting point of. Uh... Yeah,
2: Steal. <laughs> yeah. I'm
4: not a welder just to go on record.
2: <laughs> yeah, neither mind. There's a lot of stuff we don't know.
4: Uh, no, I you know, that's the thing. I think uh perhaps people uh expect us to know absolutely everything, but you know, one of the reasons, honestly, that I like doing live shows is that if I don't know something, somebody in the audience is gonna know it. Yep. And I totally appreciate people uh informing
2: me about things, but uh which is can't. why we do this show too. Yes. Yes. Because I get informed about stuff that I wasn't paying attention to for a long time. And then I also even sometimes when I do know the things or familiar with it, I still play the skeptic. That's my role.
4: Yeah. I, I personally I think it's kind of fun to do sometimes too, because I I, I like forcing people to uh, like stand in some level of conviction about yeah. their beliefs and uh, and and what they what they're into, basically.
2: If I didn't play skeptic, everybody right now would be telling their friends about the giant man in Japan um, <laughs> a couple hundred years ago. So, I'm just saying. And I also just wanted to show that I'm putting the soundproofing up. That's why I had the tape measure at my desk. I have a picture, I swear. You can see. I'm, oh, it looks know. good, man. Yeah, I ran out of tiles though. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, you need way more than you think.
2: Yeah. You, well, you and should. I also I also just wanted to like see how it looked first before yeah. I went too far but yeah so cool man i'm completed and the rest get here in a week or two i'll i'll send pictures i'll show pictures of that as well so awesome yeah it's looking really good thanks man cool well that's everything i think yeah
4: i think we're good bb you know. uh, B- B- is here he always likes to come in right at the end of the show he said i do know everything and i am better than zach
2: <laughs> and always he said sort of Switzerlandish of you isn't it patel patriot maybe
4: i'm good well, i'm good with being switzerland to be honest with you because uh there is just you know there's some things that i just don't think are are worth um dying on there's there aren't yeah. that many hills that are worth dying on i mean like obviously saving america that's a pretty simple one
2: when but- i give bernie bright shit for being switzerland it's only out of fun and mm-hmm. like it it's his style right like he, he's very good at distilling information like I can explain something and then he can go and explain it better. And I mean, it'll t- take long, much longer, much, much, much longer hours. hours. It'll take a lot longer, but he'll explain it better. Um, but like th- there are times where he could, he could argue both sides of the argument better. And so he does. And it's like, so which one bro, which, which side, <laughs> you don't know, that, that's Switzerland to me. That's what I'm talking about when I say Bernie to Switzerland. So
4: not like the deep state banking sector.
2: No, not that. That's me, but I'm more Cayman. <laughs> Cayman. <laughs> and, oh oh am just kidding. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. Make sure you guys, if you're watching this later, give us one of those Badlands boosts if you'd like to support the show. I think that's everything, man. So right. we will see you. You'll see me on Wednesday for the Power Hour. I don't know when we'll they'll see you.
4: I'll be back tomorrow on my channel at 5 p.m. Eastern.
2: Awesome. Thanks for tuning everybody. We will see you next time. See ya.